Yes, now we're doing But Can't She Type. But, but Can't She Type? She Type. She's the secretary. Uh, it's like secretary masturbatory fantasy. That's fan fiction. Uh, well, for secretaries. Uh, for secretaries. Without Maggie Hall being spanked by James Spader. Yes. Yeah, so a little different. I'm going to see if I can shut the door out there. Uh, you go ahead and, and tell me what you think about this episode. Actually, I'll... Well, yeah, go ahead. You got Pam Dauber, who was an icon of the early, well, late 70s and early 80s. I think she was in um, Mork and Mindy. She was Mindy. She's married to the guy who's the lead on CSI, or NCIS, I'm sorry. And I think, I fucking forgot his name. He was in summer school. He's in a few things. What's the guy's name from, uh, oh, it's not Richard Dean Anderson. And it's not Major Dad. Who are we talking about? Um, the the other actor in this in this episode. The, oh no, I'm sorry. The boss? No, you know what? It wasn't him. I'm sorry, but the guy is <laughs> a character. He is the character actor, though. I've seen him around. He's in a lot of stuff. But he usually has a beard and he's bald. He used to play I a think... lot of lawyers in '80s TV. Yes, that's what. Yeah, he's in a lot of stuff. Is it Charles yeah, Levin? Guy. Is that his name? I, I guess it has to be because it's the only other guy in this episode. Could have been Charles Levin was maybe the the, the copy guy. Oh, he's like one line. <laughs> We're getting us out of here, Miss. No. She jumps on it. Yeah. So this is what kind of bugs me about this uh, this episode. This woman obviously has a a, a, yeah, a life. It has a life in this episode. He died in twenty nineteen. Oh, rest in power. Stop. <laughs> Rest in power, Charles Levine. Oh, we should probably do an intro. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Think about that. Eh. Oh, fuck it, this. You're traveling through another dimension, a dimension not only of sight and sound, but of mind. That's a signpost up ahead. Your next stop, dark territory. Ordering in Wonderlands, the Twilight Zone review. intro to this episode though there's not there's an outro there's an outro okay there's an outro yeah we forgot to play the outro for ringy ding girl but who cares that's fine we'll play this outro for sure yeah we need to add this one but this is our continuation of the uh uh um, beyond belief beyond belief factor fiction uh show because lo and behold uh, the guest star the, the guy that hits on her at the party is none other than mr jonathan franks ladies and gentlemen jonathan franks, congratulations jonathan number one number one <clears throat> before he started and start back the next generation oh this new microphone you really hear every sound when i pour a drink <laughs> I, I did. god damn um sad, yeah it, sounds he, of depression and drink. he shows up for like one scene and then is like, I need to go. <laughs> and, no. And walks out of the episode. He goes, he goes, oh my God, you're a secretary. Oh, I, I had my chance as a secretary. I blew it. Oh, oh. And he's like drinking and spilling on himself. And he's got his not quite Riker beard going on. Yeah. His his and hair was either. a little too shaggy. Yeah, it was pretty bad. It looked kind of like, ooh. I wouldn't want Justin Franks to hit on me if he was looking like that. Yeah. Now, Will Ru- William Riker, season three. Absolutely, yeah. yes. 
when he's gro- when he's grooming a young Will Wheaton to look just like him in the show, yes. Oh, fantastic! Yes. Do you ever notice that? Great. Will Wheaton tries to look tries to look like him in that show. Come on, come on, Wesley, come sit on my lap. Let's <laughs> talk about science. Let's <laughs> so talk about Neil That's science, right? Yeah, it, it's. Ada jumps in. He's like, are you are you gonna fuck my wife's my mom's friend? Are you gonna fuck my mom? Yeah, <laughs> I'd, I'd smash you... crush her before. I crush crush oh, her before her. I... Crush Crusher, absolutely. God damn. I would crush Crusher, absolutely. Why did everyone in the eighties have this alarm clock? Because it was it's like your your desk lamp. Yeah, was there three alarm clocks? It's mandatory. I had that alarm clock for yes. a time. My parents had this one. This is the one I grew yeah. up with them having. So yeah, so my dad did get up at five o'clock in the morning to go do the change the water on the farm. Or yeah. Check the water or something. You get up at four AM. Meet, 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 meet the radio play. Yeah. Uh, uh, uh. The news of the morning. It's four o'clock. There's no news. And Good for, night. And for some reason, they put like the world's loudest speaker inside that thing because yeah, I would yeah. hear it across the house. Yeah. Uh, uh, like. God damn it! It's four o'clock. <laughs> Why? I don't want this shit. Um, I, I just laughed really hard when I saw this because I'm like, oh no, there it is. You'll see it in a few episodes of the '80s series. Oh yeah. It's like that Simpsons episode where Bart gets up at four o'clock in the morning or three o'clock in the morning. There's a three in the morning. And he just <laughs> the radio and says, uh, "Since when?" Three o'clock news. Of course, there is no news because everybody's asleep in their comfy, comfy beds. Yeah. Good night. <laughs> and that's it. The radio goes dead. Oh God, it's funny. Back when TV used to just turn off at night. Oh yeah, I remember. I've been watching uh, oh. those reaction videos because my life's a fucking mess. And I've been watching YouTube first timers watching movies. You know, they're all they're all middle uh, twenty year old millennials or thirty year old millennials, and they're watching these movies for the first time. And Poltergeist, the first reaction to Poltergeist, oh yeah, uh, opens and they go, and they're they're completely they're completely. <laughs> this concludes our broadcast day. Yeah, they're completely <laughs> amused, and they're like they can't understand that. They're like going, "What? TVs used to do that? I don't understand." Like, what is that? I've never heard of that or seen that before. I was like, yeah, well, uh, Paul Mooney said that's back when TV had dignity and it turned itself off at <laughs> yeah. 2 o'clock in the morning. And he's right. Back in those days. Because TV didn't have to be on 24 fucking hours a day. Nope. But it's it's so much worse now. Just think of the fact that uh, TV goes around and there's 7,000 channels that do that. It's all because of... I mean, if enough people pay for advertising at 3 in the morning, it's going to... It'll stay on. You're gonna get that fucking three to f- uh, the the three o'clock hour to the nine o'clock hour is for all the people staying who are drunk and stay at home because that's where all the lawyer commercials are on. Yeah, or boner it's pills like, and you know. girls gone wild and the the, the black bars. That oh, yeah, I remember those days. <laughs> you don't see those commercials anymore. No, they're those are gone. Because you don't need them, you got your fucking phone. Yeah. Your phone has access to all the triple X-rated pornography. You can literally imagine. look up, show me that video right there right, that I'm exactly. watching for free, uncensored. Yeah. Oh, there yeah. it is. I don't need to buy it. All right. Nope. And that guy went to prison. Remember that guy who yeah. owned those videos? Oh, God, it's wonderful. What a, what what a, a wonderful scumbag. life. What a scumbag that guy was. <laughs> so, overworked girls imagining things night. This is our conclusion. And that's what this movie, this episode's about. But can't she type? Yeah. She's a girl. Wild in the eighties. <laughs> this is the equivalent. And she she goes to she has to make thirty five copies of the of a report for her boss in the morning. Oh, by the way, it's Christmas Eve. 
Is it a Christmas Eve? This is a Christmas episode. I think so. Yeah. yeah. So and she then... has to do thirty-five collated reports and print them up, and then she goes to the copy at, machine. And it's eighty, so it's at business. Yes. We don't know what business is. I just want to say, where did she get her sweater? That ugly ass pink sweater. Two times too big. Yes, it's way frumpy. Makes her look like she's an old maid. And Pom Dahmer is like a beautiful woman. And he just got her dressed yeah. down like this. It's kind of embarrassing. I'm it's confused like, oh why she sees the out of order on the copier that she's used to. And then she turns and immediately uses this and knows how to use it. Well, she just hits two buttons. And that's all she does. She just hits a bunch of buttons. But, like, I don't even think that looks like a copier. So I don't know why she's like, ah, beep, 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 yeah, well, I'd be like, this, "What the fuck is this thing?" Isn't this like a ten-minute episode? It's like, a, yeah, it's like tw- 13, 12 minutes. 14 minutes. Because it's basically half of an episode of the show. Look at this thing. It's like a tank. It is big. Yes, it's it looks giant. like it's made out of cardboard. Right, it is. I just want to show. It looks like it has a face, eye, eye, mouth. A fish. It does, yeah. <laughs> the fish bag. Yeah, she just push random ass buttons. Yeah. There's no words on the buttons, just pictures. Like, well, what, what's that? And it makes the sound of a Simon. Utilize the old Star Trek uh, soundboard, basically. Why is everyone saying joined? This is like a cult. Did you join? Everyone's just saying the word joined. All these bots are joining yeah. their AI world. Thank you, bots. Take over the world now. Go, go. We enjoy the, the Lloyd during the end of the Wonderland programs. Please watch with us in the join chat viewing room. Are you guys real? Stay, Message us. Stay tuned. I want to see if they say anything other than come to my website and see me jerk myself off and <laughs> time me up and I'll, I'll send you dirty limericks. That's where I know Pam Dauber from. Stay tuned. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, she's, stay tuned. she's married to CIS guy. CIS. The guy from summer school. CIS. NCIS. NCIS. I'm sorry. NCIS. I think it's, oh, God. Mark Harmon. Oh, really? Mark Harmon. She's married to him for years. It's the same guy from summer school, right? Mark Harmon's in summer school, right? Is that him? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. No, she was always been cute, yeah. Yeah, she's a good-looking lady. Mark and Mindy. Mark and Mindy, she's been on, I think Kate and Allie was the other show she did. Was that her, Kate and Allie? I don't see Kate and Allie, but it could be. Maybe not. I don't think it was some other 80s star who had a show with Kate and Allie. I'm looking for one that has uh, Mark and Mindy was 94 episodes, and yeah. She was in Twilight Theater as well in 82. Wow, there you go. Yeah, uh, no, no problem with her. I really don't have any problem with the actors in this. No. It's just... Uh, it's, just it's just sweet. It's weird. like a sweet, funny... It's like a Jack Laird Twilight Zone episode. That's what it is. It's a, but, it, but it's better because it's coherent and has a story that goes from point A to point B and it ends. Yeah. Jack Laird just hangs on a stupid moment and doesn't do anything. She presses the buttons. She has to make the 35th copy. She presses different buttons where it shows like bosses in the corner or something. And then she copies and it's like and that takes her to the other dimension, I guess. 
Yeah. It's very similar to our last week's episode of 85, that memories episode. Yes, very similar. And then she goes here, and then she goes to her friend. I don't, it's like a stranger. I don't know why she's there. Some art exhibit. Everyone's looking at her because she's a secretary. If you'll excuse me, I'll, I think right. I'll look. Oh, I missed it by a few seconds. No, it happens right now because she, she's kind of dismissing her, and then she says, oh, I'm a secretary. What? A secretary at my party? Oh, my God. It's, no, it's, right, it's before that. It's right here. Yeah. yeah. Uh, hold on one second. Right here. Free? Yeah. Yeah, we're secretary? Oh. <laughs> it's like a tampon commercial, it looks like. It ah. just has that quality to it. Oh, well, the... I, have, I have my hard days in, in excess moisture. I take this. <laughs> yeah, or like, you're incontinent? <sighs> Everyone turns and looks. Well, this is truly an honor. Imagine a secretary at my party. Oh. Frankly, That's I thought people would be a lot taller. <laughs> she looks like the, the, the girl with... Terminal cancer in Fight Club. Yeah. Scarf. <laughs> I just want to have sex one last time before I die. But nobody so will touch me. But nobody will touch me. <laughs> I forgot about that character. Oh, so funny. Uh, oh, did I, did I ever show you my? I got my Twilight or my Fight Club posters up. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw. I got my Ghostbusters ones up. Uh, uh, oh, I, I forgot to tell you, your uh, Christmas box is on the way. Oh, nice. It went out today. Wait, so wait. Probably getting three days. Joined. <laughs> joined, 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 joined. You're not joined, real. Joined. You're not real. None of you are real. Prove it. I want to see if you guys are real. Show us Get your us dicks. Show us your peepees. <laughs> oh, can you imagine if this is a bunch of eggplants? Like, ah, they, well, kind of. Yeah. Oh, I guess that works. Yeah, I mean, like, I guess that is, a, you know, the equivalent because they can't send us a uh, picture through that. I prefer, I like the hair on the arms, that means they have a hairy bush. <laughs> that is a direct, a direct quote from Sling Blade. French Ron. There he is. French Ron Daters. John Franks. John with the double Franks. Yeah. He looks like my dad. This is, ah! this is exactly what my dad looked like. like I, I will show you, I'll find a picture of my dad from this era, and oh you will God. not believe how close they look to this. Wow, you could have the world. Oh, babe. Nice fingers. What? That's his pickup line. I forgot that that's what he said. I was I was still looking. I'm like, oh my God, he's in this. <laughs> nice, <laughs> fingers. nice fingers. Nice fingers. I bet they look prostate. better inside me. Do you do prostate exams? <laughs> I need to check my colon. Do you notice everyone's coming over secretaries here? Look at my feathered what's hair. What's the deal with that? Look at that. I'm what Riker. is that person behind me wearing? See, I like to think that this is, is this? Riker. This is Riker on the holodeck. <laughs> yeah. That's where she went. She became next a computer step. program in the holodeck. That's exactly what she is, yeah. In the next one, she's going to be a topless mermaid for uh, Captain Picard. sentient. Yeah. What's that ship he does? Where's the captain of it? Um, oh, Enterprise? Uh, yeah, I'm trying to remember the... No, not Enterprise. What? Is it called Enterprise, the ship? No, the the, the yeah. boat, the actual boat that he's on. Oh, the boat uh, from... Um... Beginning of Generations, I think it is. No, it's the Enterprise. Yeah, it's the, it's the Enterprise. Okay, I, was, I just wasn't sure if it kept yeah. the same name, but she's no, a, yeah, just a big-titted mermaid off to the side for him. <laughs> <laughs> Let me out of here! 
I need to go uh, wax my pug. Press the Xerox oh. button again. I want to go back to Jonathan Franks' hairy mustache beard. I want to write his face. Yeah. Take me away, number one. David Lee Roth is, is there. Who yeah. is this? It don't matter how good you were, it was how good you looked. Yeah. Ow. I got no rhythm. She's a secretary. Ah. Oh, oh Nick, shit. Nikki Six comes in and fake dies of heroin overdose. I did want to play, just before they introduce uh, Frakes here, there's the girl with the most obnoxious laugh. It made me laugh the first time I watched this. Oh, right. I think I know what you're talking I want to about. hear this again. I'm going to crank the sound. <laughs> So, so it's like the De Niro laugh from, from Cape Fear. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Watching, watching Problem Child. That's the movie they're watching. Yeah. It's so funny. In, in its own self, the meta, the meta concept of that is hilarious. Uh, Problem Child. That was a big movie when we were kids. Probably had a bunch of direct-to-video ones. Yeah. I remember Problem the first... Probably directed by Charlie Martin Smith. Nope, doesn't ring a bell. That's all right. Should it? Well, basically, the, the whole crux of this show is she's an unappreciated woman who does a, a thankless job, and she stumbles upon an, uh, an alternate reality where secretaries are actually the superstars of the of the plane. And you get existence. to fuck Frakes here. And you get to fuck Frakes. Look at that. Look at those hands. She's at. on a panel like a floozy from the forties, like yeah, like a lounge singer. Which is like I have a sec. I correlated correlated the sixteen yeah. copies for him, and he didn't notice. So of course I went in there and double. You know, and they're like oh, enthralled, <laughs> like uh, uh, the um, cherry on top of the ice cream sundae on this one is that old man comes up and says, "I want to actually uh, give you a job if you can work for me and my company. Uh, give me a ring sometimes, ring a ding girl." Oh, he creepily, getting creepily stared at. But oh, it's before this then. Yeah, here he is. I'm a Holocaust survivor. What is that on the wall? That's the art? Where? On the wall. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's the art, yeah. It looks like a bunch of boots strung together. Yeah, it's art. Dignity. I, I hate Beautiful. modern art with a fucking passion. I call this the trodden of the beleaguered. It's the, 500 shoes. These boots were made for genocide. Yeah. And that's just what they'll do. Because one of these days, these boots are going to... Be glued to a wall. You. Oh, God. Royalty. I greatly appreciate the opportunity to win you from them. Ugh. Yeah. If only there's some sort of auction block, I could win, you know, bet money on you and take you home. I wish I could buy you... That's called slavery, sir. Put you in a cage and prod you with uh, a hoe until you go crazy. She realizes what's going on a little too quickly. It's just because of the timeline of the episode. It's a quick episode. She doesn't have yeah. a discussion. She doesn't have a, that's what's going on. She just goes, I quit. To do boop, 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 boop. Yeah. And then uh, she's back to this place. It takes the job. It was very strange. What a very strange machine that does a very specific task of transporting secretaries to an altered dimension. 
Exactly. Well, it's the reverse <laughs> of that episode that we were talking about, the ones that we don't like, where the guy gets cursed for no reason. Yeah. He's not a bad person, just bad things happen. This one is the reverse, where it's like just a randomly awesome, amazing thing happens, but she has to sacrifice her old life for a new life that exists in a different reality. So all of her family is dead in this other reality. Did we do Night of the Meek? The 81? I sounds familiar, but if we did the 80s one. Night of the Meek. Night of the Meek. I Night of the Minks. No, we didn't. Come on out, baby. It's Night of the Minks. Come on out, baby. We did not we'll see do what it. You got. I was wondering if we uh, finished this episode, but we still have Night of the Meek. Because we did the star. Do you remember that one? That was that was nonsense. Yeah, a, yeah, I think I'm you like that one. Um, I thought it was sweet. Yeah, this one's sweet. I, it's, I kind of like this one. I give it a seven, honestly. I liked it. No, yeah, I, I would say it's a seven. Quick little episode. Yeah, yeah, it's a quick. Like I said, it's it's one of those nice little. It's kind of a comedy episode. Yeah, it was kind of fun. Comedy. It's just fluffy. It's like it's better than anything Jack Laird ever did. I, I honestly or, thought she was charming and funny in the role because she's on the piano like. Just, Say I don't know. It didn't never bother me, and I was like, "This should be a stupid script or stupid scene or stupid whatever." Because it's so over the top, like really over the top. Everything that happens at that party, but I was enjoying watching it, which I didn't expect. Yeah. So kudos to this episode. Yeah, you guys fooled me. Yeah, I didn't expect that. Congratulations, 1985 Twilight Zone episode. You got me to like one of your episodes. No, well, it's been a few that we liked. There's like maybe six. Grandma was a fucking solid episode. Grandma is probably the best one. That was that's still the best one though. That, that is a good one. You like yeah, that oh, one? Oh, the, oh no, the toys for Cali. Toys, toys for Cali, yes. With the retard you, kid. No, you like no. that for different reasons, the other Asperger than kid. yeah. <laughs> yeah, the kid shitting his pants over a teddy bear. Yeah, you like that one. No, but uh, it is enjoyable. It has a 7.0. It shares. This is the B part. Uh, part A is Night of the Meek, which we've not done, apparently. And then Part C is the star, which we just talked about. Yeah. Uh, we did that one a while ago, the star. Well, yeah, I was like, yeah, it was a long time ago. Um, kind of slipped through my memory, really, what happens in that one. But next week on the show, we're going to do three episodes. We are doing... The uh, TZ 85's 309 The Call. TZ 59's 222 Long Distance Call Redux. I think, oh, okay. I think that's the other VHS one that I mentioned that I wanted to bring up. I think, well, yeah, the Long Distance Call is the, the VHS one. So there is six. Um, and then the, other, the last one we're going to do is TZ 59's 519 Night Call Redux. You know, so there's a theme with Call. Yeah. yeah, yeah the Call, good. Long Distance Call, Night Call. It's going to be our telephone. A week. Are these themes working for you? <laughs> no, they're, they're, they're tangentially connected. Yeah. It works. It makes sense. I figured, it's a better way. I feel it's better to compare the episodes that way than, than just randomness. No, uh, then you can do like the, the, the Nazi Twilight Zone episode. Yeah. Have them all bunched up together. Then the Nazi Hour with the Dennis Hopper one. And then the new one where he, uh, the war criminal gets sucked to the painting and oh, it's yeah. horribly rendered in like a horrible, monstrous, hellish painting. 
He's the, getting torched for the rest of his life, which is wonderful. The last week of the year, we're doing Chameleon, The Fear Redux, and then the first episode of 85 called Shatterday. And that's the Bruce yeah. Bruce Willis episode. That's Bruce Willis. Yeah, that's a solid lineup right there. Yeah, and that's how we're, I originally planned to end the year on our marathon, but we don't. We'd have to do three, six, eight more episodes, so eleven episodes next week or the last week of the year. Yeah, and I don't think that's going to be doable. So we'll just do three and then finish the other ones. Yeah, that's all we can do. That'll be February because January is just going to be Nick Cage. We're just doing Nick Cage in January. Oh, my God. Well, why not? Nick Cage in Hollywood is dead. Um, anyway, until next time. And in the meantime, I'm Phoenix West. Dick, dick, get the... So long, citizens, but let's hear the outro. 1341 in. It's right here-ish. Oh, I forgot she actually goes and gets the job and goes, gets in the limo. I forgot to mention that. You get a limo? She gets in a limo at the end. Oh, that's right. It's because she's going to Paris. She's got to go to Paris for that new consulting job yeah. as a secretary in Paris. I hope you don't mind. I'm flying you first class right now. We're taking you to the airport right now. I need to solve the, the yeah. problems in Paris. There's just too many of them. And you're the only one that can save me. And I'm starting you off at 125000 a year. There's an episode of American Dad that I think whoever wrote that clearly saw this episode because it's very similar. And, but that one deals with like time travel. And uh, Hector Alazano's in it. And he runs a hotel. Anyway, um... What do you get the woman who has everything but respect? Ask Karen Billings, recipient of a very unusual and definitely non-returnable present. Because this year, for Christmas, Karen Billings received... A cock. Twilight Zone. She received a drunken raping in the back of that limo. Uh, oh, I think great. The cap on this episode is Jonathan Frakes in the limo. <laughs> I'm throwing it as a bonus for you because we want to keep you guys breeding. We want to breed you. Yeah, there could be a horrible turn of events that happens here. She gets butt fucked every day at the office. And why is that queen? Why is that copier in both realities in the same exact spot? The secretaries are so important, you think they'd have way more money in bigger places, but no, that copier is still in the shitty little copy room. Whatever. Bye.